Hello and welcome to Queen V, the life of Queen Victoria. My name is Donnie Hazel and I am your host. If you wish to support this podcast, there will be a link provided for you in the show details and it will be very much appreciated as it goes to help support the cost of maintaining the podcast and our website. With that said, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Queen V, the life of of Queen Victoria. Now, it's a good question, this. When it comes to the marriage of kings and queens, who does the proposing? How does one pop the question? This is part five of Young Victoria. He comes the bridegroom of Victoria's choice, the nominee of Leitzen's vulgar voice. He comes to take, for better or for worse, England's fat queen and England's fatter purse. Albert, you must be aware why I have sent for you. Oh, dearest Victoria. It would make me too happy if you were to consent to what I wish. To marry me. You would make me the happiest of men, as I would wish to make you. Oh, my sweet love. Oh, Oh, you are so kind, so so affectionate, so loving. Oh, this is perfection. I cannot believe I am loved by such an angel. My mind is quite made up. And I told Albert this morning of it. The warm affection he showed me on learning this gave me great pleasure. He seems perfection. And I think that I have the prospect of very great happiness before me. I love him more than I can say. And I shall do everything in my power to render the sacrifice he has made as small as I can. It's Albert's turn, Lord Melbourne. Do you have enough letters, my dearest, to make a word? If I can find a certain letter. I have it! P-L-E-A. Pleasure. A most appropriate word. Can you guess what it is? It has eight letters. (laughs) Oh, it could be anything. Tedious game. Come on, Lord Melbourne. You are usually so good at letters. It is a very common word. Uh, But not a very common thing. (laughs) Is it truth or honesty? Oh, tell him, Albert. Oh, do tell him. Uh, The word is pleasure, my lord. And nothing would give me greater pleasure than to dance with you, my dear Victoria. (laughs) Uh, Waltz! I I must teach my bride how to waltz. One, two, three. One, two, three. It's so difficult. Now follow. That's all you need to do. (laughs) I will guide you everywhere. One, two, three. That's it. Yes, that's it. (laughs) I started so badly. And finished brilliantly. Don't you think so, Lord Melbourne? Her Majesty dances beautifully, Your Royal Highness. But, but, but if I might say, I do think one should pay attention to the other ladies <laughs> present. They will all wish to know you. And <laughs> look, there are some great beauties, wouldn't you agree? I'm not much interested in other beautiful women, who are so often fated anyway. 
Dear Albert will want the company of older women, won't you? <clears throat> Indeed. It would suit me well if I were to live with you and Victoria here in the palace. Mama, Albert and I haven't yet decided on our plans. You would keep me at arm's length, would you? I am perfectly certain that living arrangements will be organised to everyone's satisfaction. Uh, perhaps your grace would care to take a turn round the room. The young couple have so little time left. Thank you, Lord Melbourne. It was ten o'clock, and time for his going. I gave Albert a last kiss, and saw him get into the carriage and drive off. I cried much, felt wretched yet happy to think we should meet again soon. Oh, how I love him. How intensely... I am so relieved, my dear Lord Melbourne, that you are once again my Prime Minister, and particularly at this time. Who would have thought that so many complications would arise from my proposed marriage to my beloved Albert? One of the penalties of being sovereign, ma'am. Mama is conjuring up a string of supposed insults and slights. She now says that even Prince Albert's valet knew about the engagement before she did. And she will insist on living with us. You will have great difficulty in getting Her Grace out of the house. But you must. And you will have to be firm. Firm. But there must be no harshness. We will hire a house for her. A pretty, well-appointed house. I'm not sure that would be well looked upon, Your Majesty. Oh, dear. It seems I must set about pleasing everyone. When the declaration is formally read by you, ma'am, there will be jubilation. Everyone will be pleased. I much prefer Madeira to port. It settles more easily on the stomach. Will you have another, my dear Stockmar? I won't refuse. As advisor to both the Queen and King Leopold, I have been made aware of the difficulty over Prince Albert's annuity. <laughs> Uproar in the house, my dear fellow. Fifty thousand is quite out of the question. They won't have it. What astounds me is that not only the Tories and Radicals voted against, but some of my own supporters. A distrust of foreigners, would you say? Mm, or a badly presented case. Nitpicking, that's what I call it. Ah, and as for rank, even the happy pair can't agree. I know that Prince Albert wishes for no other rank than his own. Yeah, whereas the Queen wishes that he be given rank, and therefore precedence immediately after herself for the whole of his lifetime. And how is that viewed? It simply cannot be. The prince cannot take precedence over their children. Oh, I see your point. No doubt there will be a rocky road ahead. I must make sure that Prince Albert is not diminished by all this wrangling. He is a good man. Mm. Wise beyond his years. My dearest Albert, how I wish that you were here and not in Coburg. I had a talk with Lord Melbourne about your arrangements for our marriage and also about your official attendance. And he has told me that young George Anson, his private secretary, who is with him, greatly wishes to be with you. I am very much in favour of it because he is an excellent young man and very modest, very honest, very steady, very well informed and will be of much use to you. My beloved Victoria... If I take the Prime Minister's secretary, won't this make me a partisan in the eyes of many? Think of my position, my dear Victoria. 
I am leaving home with all its old associations, all my bosom friends, and going to a country in which everything is new and strange to me. Is it not to be conceded that the two or three persons who are to have charge of my private affairs should be persons who already command my confidence? My beloved, it is, as you rightly suppose, my greatest, my most anxious wish to do everything most agreeable to you. But I must differ with you respecting Mr. Anson. I am distressed to tell you what I fear you do not like, but is necessary. My dearest, most excellent Albert, once more I tell you that you can perfectly rely on me in these matters. Is it wise to stay outdoors in this weather, ma'am? I relish the cold. All my windows are open, inside or out, it makes no difference. And I could not bear to sit on my sofa any longer. Oh, they will be here soon, Lord Melbourne, and in three days we will be married. It will seem like an eternity. I confess I am a little agitated and nervous. Most natural. How could it be otherwise? And to think I wanted to delay getting married. I even contemplated not marrying. Depend upon it, it's right to marry. Of course it is. Oh, I want nothing more than to be Albert's wife. They are here. Oh, Lord Melbourne, fetch Mama. She must be here. Oh, my beloved Albert. You have come at last. Oh, dearest, sweet girl. I am here. My beloved Albert. How are you this morning? On our dear wedding day. And have you slept well? I have rested very well. And feel very comfortable today. What weather! I believe, however, the rain will cease. Send one word when you, my most beloved bridegroom, will be ready. Thy ever faithful Victoria R. My darling child, you look so beautiful. Oh, the gown is magnificent. Are those my flowers? Just the nosegay, which you may choose to wear, but only if you wish. Oh, thank you, Mama. They go perfectly with the flowers in my hair. Do you think the sapphire brooch that my dearest Albert gave me looks well with the necklace? You will be a ray of sunshine in this most dreadful rain. You know that I want you to be happy, don't you? That has always been my wish. Yes, Mama. The ceremony was very imposing, and fine and simple, and I think ought to make an everlasting impression on everyone who promises at the altar to keep what he or she promises. Dearest Albert repeated everything very distinctly. I felt so happy when the ring was put on, and by Albert. As soon as the service was over, the procession returned as it came, with the exception that my beloved Albert led me out. At 2.30, we joined the guests for the wedding breakfast. They left at four for Windsor. Well-wishers on horseback and a motley assortment of carriages and gigs galloped beside us, scattering happy throngs in the road all the way to Windsor. I am so glad that we came here for our honeymoon. I'm not fond of Buckingham Palace. Mm. 
Oh, wherever you are, my darling wife will be a haven. <laughs> oh, today is the happiest day of my life. Every tiny detail is imprinted firmly in my mind. Your beauty, <laughs> the vows, the whole ceremony. We will always be as happy as this. <laughs> I'm quite dizzy with love. <laughs> you should eat, my dearest. The supper is laid out very conveniently. We need not stir from this room. I could not manage one morsel. It has all been quite overwhelming. I'm still too excited to eat. <laughs> then lie here in my arms. We will eat later. I will tell you, my beloved Victoria, how I have longed for this. All the time in the world to express the very deep love and affection that I already feel. Oh... I never, never spent such an evening. He called me names of tenderness I have never heard used to me before. It was bliss beyond belief. Oh, this was the happiest day of my life. May God help me to do my duty as I ought and be worthy of such blessings. Already the second day of our marriage... His love and gentleness is beyond everything. And to kiss that dear soft cheek, to press my lips to his, is heavenly bliss. I feel a purer, more unearthly feel than I ever did. My dearest Albert put on my stockings for me. I went in and saw him shave. A great delight for me. Oh, was ever woman so blessed as I am? Thank you for listening to this episode of Queen Bee, the life of Queen Victoria. Remember, if you would like to support this podcast, you can look in the show description notes to find a link. Thank you and have a great day.